are you doing?
until we paid up. I said, so nobody was in a, a, a hissy right. about health insurance when he was poor and rich. That's right. We got seen. I said, but now, I said, but what happened? True. They got somebody got the bright idea to have insurance. Right. And then that's when the ambulance chase was started. Right. <laughs> you know? I said, true. then it went crazy after that's that. That's true. That's true. I said, but before that, we got to see, you know, even the poorest poor, you had a doctor, you little doctor in the town. You know, every town has, most of them had a little country doctor mm -hmm, or mm -hmm. little doctor or whatever. Mm -hmm. They didn't worry about a gazillion people. They're little cracks, they have their little offices, however many people they could take. That's true. And they built you for the service. I said, so we were worried about that we couldn't see a doctor. I said, that stuff didn't come up to the insurance company. You're so right. When we were growing up, only doctors we knew were the county general. And we would go as a group, follow the blue line, follow the red line. <laughs> and we knew where to go for all the She would make us lunches. We'd catch the, the red car. We'd all get out at the same time. And throughout the day, we'd be, it'd be an all day deal. It was four. But everybody got seen. Everybody, everybody got was seen. taken care of. Yeah. And I said, you know, I said, you know, and they want to, because that's all they know. I said, look, I lived at a time that things were different. And I have something to be paid for. Right. And, and we never, in the past, get worried about we could, couldn't get seen by a doctor. No. Never, never thought about that. Because mm -hmm. I, I remember I got to the doctor, Kim, a little Asian doctor. In LA, yeah, very, very, but they yeah. drive to LA. The doctor came out here, it's love, doctor came. And so you go in and they just, you know, can you pay today or do you want to go? Oh, bill us, and then they just send a bill to them. And we just paid doctor Kim, you know. Same with the dentist. We had, I remember, I guess I was in elementary school, right on Broadway, just shy of 59th Street on the other side of the track. A new young doctor came in, Dr. Rogers. And so he was our physician. Whenever anything happened, because we could walk, I would walk us over to the boxes. Well, he finally grew up and became one of the major entities there at a morning side for years. I don't know where he went to him, but I remember him most of my life. But then after you get grown, you start working, and you got your own insurance. And then you find that eyes are living in high And that started the ball rolling, you know, all these complications, and this section, that section, then you go here, you go there. Those have been the best things smoking. Yeah. Well, the, at least the insurance back then was better than it is today. Oh, right. But the, I mean, goodness, I mean, they just have to miss this stuff. Oh, unfortunately, greed, the spirit of greed. Yeah, it's all about that. And, and I, I'm, I'm not discounting the work that they do. Some of it is exceptional. You know, in the sense that they're concerned about you, the person. Yeah, we always have good people like that. Right. But on the other hand, I mean, if you've already got two or three months of problems, how many homes here, there, yeah. outside the world, how many? You can't, you can't even use it. Yeah, yeah. Well, same thing with those in the ministry. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's like the Catholic Church. You know, Wait a minute, sell some of that gold you got over there. Chill <laughs> some of that marble off. There you go. Take some of the pictures down. Yeah. That y'all yeah. redid. Yeah. Made it look white instead of black. Yeah. Take them off. 
Probably get to me Saturday and then I'll get okay. back to you on Sunday. Okay. Or when I'm, I'll be here on the 23rd. So if, we get, if you don't get here Sunday, bring your shut in. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 Because it won't come until Saturday. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> so just take one little, like I said, one little shot one in shot. the morning and one in the, in the evening. Okay. It'd be hard for you to try to do it three times. Yeah, yeah. He told me that. that that's why he called me out. Oh, wow. Very interesting, uh, which I don't dream much, but I had a very interesting dream. I woke up and it was about six o'clock. And I was trying to go back to sleep and it didn't work. And then I did fall back asleep. Uh, and then uh, I was driving on one of those electric tailor done carts with a little back. Uh, I'm driving around uh, Dr. Fred Price. He's sitting like behind me. And we're going like it, it reminded me of like a swap meet because there were all kinds of people selling goods and stuff like that. And he was nodding and talking. Every now and then I'd stop. He'd get out and talk with people, hug with people, da da da. And then the other thing that shocked me, it was this 55 gallon trash can that people were walking up just throwing minis in. Mm -hmm. And I woke myself up because we had finally got, I guess, to the end of this location. And I woke up looking like, okay, so what do we do with this? Where does he go? And it, it was interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Especially what you get in the barrel, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, did you guys put a, you guys put a, uh, what's going on in the back? Yeah, I just did it this morning. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, we got three minutes, people, and we'll be ready. All right. Yeah. I'll take mine when I get home. Yeah, so I've been doing pretty good getting the video switched over, so I'm up to date right now. 
Yeah. I got to look at the second one. I, I saw the first one. Of uh, Binding and Loosening? Right, right. I did see that nice and clear, yeah. but I haven't got back to it. Well, I didn't, well uh, let's see. I just put that, though, the last two up. Uh -huh. I think this cast with that thing. Oh, okay. okay. No, no, let's see. Yeah, I think, yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to stay on top of things, you know. Mm -hmm. It's not always easy because I do the books too, you know. Gotcha. I'm trying to stay on top of all this stuff. Well, remind me when we get time. We'll probably do another song. Give you an update on Mr. Hume. You? Oh, the other one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, little boy now. Same crazy girl he was messing with before. And she wondered why he put him out. Oh, I didn't know she put him out. Yeah, she did. She, you know, no, I she, 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 right. Is he down here? No, no. He was. Hey, no, no, no. How you doing? What, girl? What is that? And she's just. Oh, the one before, before, that her mother kicked her out. Which can't stay with you guys. Right. Okay. Right. Thank you, Mama. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, Lord, don't show those to Ruth. Ruth got about 20 pairs of tennis shoes. <laughs> I got to build some shelves to put them on the wall now. She loves her some tennis shoes. <clears throat> oh, you know, my, my grandbaby's in Guatemala. Yeah, I heard that. I mean, yeah. How long did it stand down there? About a week. Oh, okay. So right, and I said, well, I want to see him on his first plane ride. Oh, okay. So he sent me a picture, <clears throat> and I told him that he, where they are. I said, look like you guys are in a jungle. Mm -hmm. Okay, so this is a, that's what he sent me. I guess I'm supposed to be the plane. Oh, oh yeah, that's the plane. Yeah. Oh, okay, so, young guy, David. Oh, that's lovely. Okay, so, okay, let me show you. This is Guatemala. I said, look like you're in a yeah, yeah, it's very rural. I mean, he's shooting it from whatever building they're in, but right, I get right. more pictures. But yeah, so you have to be careful. Yeah, you know, in those foreign countries. Yes. So I, yeah. it's her family's there, so I'm sure they know what. Because I went on to see the crime rate and all that. You know, right, that those areas. Right. Yeah, the cartel is doing some crazy Yeah, yeah, that's the human. You know, keep a hold of my grandbaby. You know, because. <laughs> Here. Yeah. 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 Y
She bought these for me. Okay. I can't just wear anything. There he is. How you doing? You want to sit there? Or sit there where you got the table? Look. Yeah, by the table. Look at the table. Look at the table. Sit there. Yeah. See, I think we're probably like, you just want to sit yeah, yeah, get by the table where you put your drink down. There you go. That's what it's there for. We used to have two tables in there. You know, the Lord always could always show me like more like a supper club. Where you always had chairs. It was big enough for you to have enough of these chairs and the people sit, but you also had a lot of tables that they put. Yeah. I mean, that's how he showed me. I know it was different, but, but I had the view me. I'm a visionary. And I saw it. I saw it. I saw it. And so that's how we were at the other church. We had the round tables, you know. Oh my goodness. We only had a few chairs lined up against the wall. I guess we better be quiet. She can restart. She's gonna whistle something. All right. Make sure check check with them in the other room that they're hearing okay. Can you guys hear me in the other room? Then when you know when Mr. Man gets it, then we really have to come out. All right. Good morning, everyone. And we want to welcome everyone here. Yes, and we want to welcome those who have tuned in on the internet. We thank you for tuning in. And we're believing you're gonna get here one day. Yes. To um just fellowship with us. Yes. The body of Christ. Amen. Mm -hmm. But we thank you for tuning in. And again, we thank those that are here. We thank you. Lord, that you brought us here. Yes, and Lord, Lord, we thank you for traveling mercies for those that are making their way here. Hallelujah. Okay, just a few announcements, and then Pastor's going to pray and uh, bring up Minister Debbie and to do praise and worship. Two weeks from yesterday, two weeks from Friday, I apologize, on the 23rd, there will be a shut-in here under the direction of uh, Dr. Hugh. Um, it'll be 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. Saturday morning, 10 p.m. Friday night till 6 a.m. Saturday morning. So if you can come out, please come out. Amen. Please come out. Just like I share with Pastor, because of my hours at work, I got to go home and take a nap so I can stay up all night. <laughs> um, because I do plan on being here 
remain, I'm interested and in, in looking forward to what the Lord's going to do. Mm -hmm. All right. Then two weeks from yesterday, Saturday, the 24th of this month, is our women's lunch and learn. Okay. First, I want to say this. Um, Minister Debbie did make up flyers. So if you need a flyer to hand out, please, let's get you some flyers. Okay. I've got two that I have to mail out. So get you some flyers and they're out in the, in the foyer. So get you some flyers. Okay. It is KBTC's women's ministry lunch and learn here at the church, 9390 Hesperia Road, unit nine. 9390 Hesperia Road, Unit 9. Again, it's on the 24th from 1 p.m. to 3 p.m., okay? Come learn with us, and lunch is provided. And we're asking, please, no children under 12, okay? No children under 12. Minister Debbie is asking that you please RSVP to ensure we have enough food, Okay, we want to make sure we have enough food, but we don't want to overbuy and then we have a bunch of food left over. So please RSVP. Um, you can email Minister Debbie at duffgirl77 at gmail.com, duffgirl77 at gmail.com. Um, again, those of you who know her personally, please call or text her if you have her number. Or you can call the church office at 760-247-7610. 760-247-7610. Again, please RSVP because we want to make sure we do have enough food. You know, and there's going to be a little extra so somebody shows up. We're not going to take their plate from them if they fix a plate and you didn't RSVP. Don't, don't tell me. We, we want to make sure that we have enough food, but not to overbuy. We have to be diligent with what the Lord blesses us with as far as finances. So we want to be diligent in that area. Again, we're asking that once we finish here, let's clean up after ourselves. We have other churches coming in, and we want to have it ready for them. Amen? So let's make sure we, we clean up before um, we leave. And um, also, I mentioned this before, but Minister Debbie um, came up with a good idea. In the pantry... Behind the door, not in the refrigerator or freezer, that's our food, but behind the door, if you need food, please help yourself. Those of you who are on the internet, if you have no way of getting here, please call the church and we will put boxes together for you and we will get them to you if you cannot get here. But please help yourself to whatever's behind the door back there. Okay, the food that is in the green bags, those are for you to put in your car to give to the homeless that you see out on the street. Okay, that's what those are for. But the other food in the boxes, please help yourself. Okay, we're coming into some hard times and we don't want to see anybody not having any food. Okay. We don't want to see anybody not having any food. So please help yourself. I'm also going to reach out to another pastor to let him know if he knows of anybody or if they need anything. 
but help yourself to the food back there. And we do need to start purging it because I keep getting more food to bring and I'm holding on to it because we're getting kind of fat back there, okay, which is good. Yeah. But um, don't want to overstock. We got to keep it moving. Okay, there's food, shampoos, conditioner, lotion. It's all back there. Amen. So please help yourself. Again, get a hold of the church. Or if you know any of us personally, but call the church office, 760-247-7610, if you would like for us to put you a box together. Amen. And uh, oh, also we're asking, some of us are asking, this Christmas, and for me, it'll be from now on, this Christmas, please just buy for your immediate family. I'm not buying gifts, and I, I wish that I would not receive any, okay? Just for your immediate family. My biggest thing since our mom passed away is let's just come together and eat and just have a good time and enjoy each other's company, okay? But Pastor has also been putting on us, don't go broke. Amen. Don't go broke because it's Christmas time. And I used to do that, too, you know, and then wonder if people are going to go this, you know, and enabling funds just to um, make sure I make that payment on that credit card. Okay, so I'm asking and others are asking, please, no gifts, just love on me. Okay, I know. My galleries here today. All right, our health tip for today soak away foot fatigue. A warm, fragrant foot bath can put a smile on your face and a bounce in your step. Swollen and aching feet are often the result of everyday fatigue. To comfort tired feet, add a few drops of an essential oil, like lavender or peppermint oil, and a tablespoon of Epsom salt to a basin of warm water, and soak your feet for about 10 minutes, two or three times a week. Soaking regularly will increase circulation, reduce inflammation, and ease your discomfort. Mm -hmm. Good. Soak your feet. Yep. Amen. Mm -hmm. All right. Now I'm going to ask the pastor to come up. She's going to pray. And then we're going to continue with the service. Amen. Amen. Okay. I really wanted to come up because the Lord gave me something. I'm not bringing the message out to feed it, but sometimes the Lord tells me things to share. You know, this is 9 11, right? Yeah. And so I'm going to pray, but I just want to share. You know, people are always talking about why does this happen, things bad, things are happening. And so the Lord put it on my heart to remind you guys where he says in Genesis uh, 1, uh, 28, he said, And God blessed them, and God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over. So he told us to have dominion over. In other words, Yes, God did all this, but then he told us, he gave a dominion to us. Mm -hmm. So if this earth is messed up, guess who, who's responsible for it? Because uh -huh. he, he gave us the dominion, okay? Mm -hmm. So that, that was one thing that he wanted me to specify. You know, remember, you know, he said, he, he turned this over. He turned this over to man. He said, if you take this tree, you mm -hmm. should surely die. Well, that's part of the death. Now you have jacked up this world. And he said, but I've given you dominion. So now he will come in and, 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 and intercede at times, 
you know, but, and he's always got that limit that he's working with. Mm -hmm. Then the next thing that he wanted me to share is, um, I'm going to read this to you real quick because this is 9-11. So that's why I'm going to pray according to that vein. When 9-11 hit, I was like, I had a two-story in Rialto at the time. I was upstairs doing my meditation, all that reading. And I had finished a reading the, the verses that God wanted me to read, which was Psalms 37. I had just finished reading it, came downstairs, the TV was on, that's when I saw the plane hit. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to read it to you. Now just think, I was reading this before the planes hit. Wow. Mm -hmm. and, and so God was speaking to me. Mm -hmm. Okay, and it says, fret not mm -hmm. thyself because of evil doers. Mm -hmm. Neither be thou envious against the workers of iniquity, for they shall soon be cut down like the grass and withered as the green herb. I mean, when you see something horrific like that, but God just told me, fret not. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, and I'm thinking, wow, that just blew my mind because when I saw it out, he had only prepared me for what I was getting ready to see. Mm -hmm. He says, Trust in the trust in the Lord and do good. So shalt thou dwell in the land, and verily thou shalt be fed. Delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thy heart. We need to be delighting ourselves right now, this day. Mm -hmm. I don't care how ugly things look, we need to delight ourselves in the Lord. Mm -hmm. When we start delighting ourselves in him, we know how we ought to pray, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. This is commit thy way unto the Lord. Trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. He shall bring forth the righteousness as the light. Man, do you want to be the light? The righteousness as the light, and thy judgment as the noonday. Rest in the Lord, and wait patiently for him. Now, all this he was telling me before the planes hit. Mm -hmm. It just blew me away. Fret not thyself because of him who prospers in his way, because of the man who bringeth wicked devices to pass. Cease from anger. So I couldn't get angry. I just wanted to listen to what the Spirit was saying. Cease from anger and forsake wrath. Fret not thyself in any wise to do evil. For evil doers shall be cut off. But those that what wait upon the Lord they shall inherit the earth for yet a little while, and the wicked shall not be. Yea, thou shalt diligently consider his place, and it shall not be. But the meek shall inherit the earth, and the delight and shall delight themselves in the abundance of peace. The wicked plotteth against the just. He's plotting against you people. Mm -hmm. The wicked plotteth against the just and gnasheth upon him with his teeth. The Lord shall laugh at him, for he seeth that his day is coming. Mm -hmm. Wow. The wicked have drawn out the sword and have bent their bow to cast down the poor and needy and to slay such as be of upright, upright conversation. Their sword shall enter into their own heart and their bow shall be broken. A little that a righteous man hath is better than the riches of many wicked. Pastor, you was just talking to me about that this morning. You know, you need to be content. Glory to God. Amen. For the arms of the wicked shall be broken, but the Lord upholdeth the righteous. The Lord knoweth the days of the upright, and their inheritance shall be forever. They shall not be ashamed of the evil time, 
and in the days of famine shall they be satisfied. Listen, we're, we don't know what we're moving into, but we know it's going crazy. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we so we need to be the remnant, and he will always keep us satisfied. But the wicked shall perish, and the enemies of the Lord shall be as the fat of lambs. They shall consume, and to smoke they shall consume away. The wicked borroweth and payeth not again, but the righteous shall have mercy and giveth. That's what you're talking about. Such, for such as be blessed of him shall inherit the earth, and they and they that be cursed of him shall be cut off. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delighteth in his way. Though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast down, for the Lord upholdeth him with his hand. I mean, trust. He's got us in his hand, like the song said. He's got us in his hand, right? I have been young and now am old. Well, you can say that. I'm not going to say that again. <laughs> Yet have I not seen the righteous forsaken, nor what? His seed begging bread. Oh, man. He is ever merciful and lendeth, and his seed is blessed. Depart from evil, do good, and dwell, and dwell for, forevermore. For the Lord loveth judgment and forsaketh not his saints. He won't forsake you people. Stay under the umbrella of blessing. He will not forsake his saints. They are preserved forever. But the seed of the wicked shall be cut off. The righteous shall inherit the land and dwell therein forever. The mouth of the righteous seeketh wisdom and his tongue talketh, and his tongue talketh of judgment. The law of his God is in his heart. None of his steps shall, shall, shall slide. The wicked watcheth the righteous and seeketh to slay him. What did I say? The wicked watches mm -hmm. the righteous. Mm -hmm. And what? And seeketh to it's slay right. you. Mm -hmm. That's what we got to keep our spiritual antennas wow. up. The Lord will not leave him in his hand nor condemn him when he is judged. Wait on the Lord and keep his way, and he shall exalt thee to inherit the land. When the wicked are cut off, thou shalt see it. I have seen the wicked in great power and spreading himself like a green great tree. What are you seeing now? The wicked right now is running rampant. Mm -hmm. And you're seeing they're, they're, and they're really uh, displaying their powers. Mm -hmm. he, yet he passed away, and lo, he was not. Yea, I saw him but he could not be found. Mark the perfect man and behold the upright, for the end of that man is peace. It's our peace. But the transgressor shall be destroyed together. The end of the wicked shall be cut off. But the salvation of the righteous is of the Lord. He is their strength in the time of trouble, and the Lord shall help them and deliver them. He shall deliver them from the wicked and save them because they trust in the Lord. Yeah. That, that that's that's loaded. Yeah. Father God, we come before you right now, Father God, because yeah, we stand true. in your righteousness, Father God. And you tell us, you told us not to fear, Father God, to fret not, hallelujah, yes, to lean not into our own understanding, but trust in you, 
Father God, your word is telling us, Father God, that if we follow in the path that you have laid before us, Father God, that we are under the umbrella of blessing and the wicked cannot destroy us. But the wicked will be afraid of us wherever we show up because we come in your authority, we come in your might and your power. Lord, this is a day that this nation is remembered a very grievous time, Father God. But Lord, you gave us hope in your word. There's always hope in your word. And we come to your word, Lord, to pull out those little nuggets that we can stand firm in you. And Lord, I ask you to be with all those that remember their loved ones that they lost at 9-11. Yeah. All those because of 9-11 that went to war. All those young people that went to war and they lost their lives. They lost their limbs. Whatever loss they had, Father God. We look to you from what's coming for our help because we know that help comes from you, Father God. Thank you, Jesus. And Lord, and now even those in England right now who have lost their queen, Father God. All that grief, Father God. Yeah, Lord, we know there's a lot of shaking up going on. But Lord, yeah. we're trying to keep our minds, eyes stayed on you so we can be at the right place at the right time yeah, doing so the right so. things that Lord that we are taking the authority mm -hmm. that you have given us you told us you was going to give us dominion but Lord man has blown it but Lord which you you came to reconcile it all back into yourself and we want to be a part of that plan so we're asking you Father God to help us this day and as the word go forth today from uh, Dr. D, Father God, that it will hit home. It will do what yes. it's sent to do, Father mm -hmm. God. Oh, glory God. We do not want to leave here the way we came in. I don't care how spiritually true yeah. we are. We want to be ready for the battle. We want to know how to gird up our armor. We want to know how to stand in the trenches. Hallelujah. We want to know how to pull down the stronghold and every wicked imagination that exalts itself against you. We want to be mighty in your army, Father God. You gave us these words for a reason. Hallelujah. And you show us how blessed we are when we are obedient to you and your word. So, Lord, rejuvenate us today, Father God. Glory to God. Empower us today, Father God. Let us glean everything that we need to glean from you, Father God, so we can do the work that you have assigned us to do. Glory to God. We praise your holy name. Yes, Father God, and all those that are on the internet, on the, on the airway, that, Lord, that the spirit that's in this place, it just, it just, extends itself to them. Yes, yes. Oh, glory to God. Anybody here who, who, who needs a healing, anybody here who needs deliverance by the God, anybody who just needs to know it, get that blessed assurance. Yes. As the word go forth today from Dr. D, Father God, let it minister to them, yes. to yes. all yes. of us. Yes. Hallelujah. Even those of us that are in a good place, we can always be in a better yes. place. Yes. Glory yes. to God, glory to God, glory to God. Father God, we come together because we are serious about you. Yes. Hallelujah. We want your word. We want your wisdom in us. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's why we exalt your name. Not only here we come together, but daily. Glory to God. As we walk in the highways and byways, Father God, that we're giving you praise and we're giving you glory and we're giving you honor. Oh, glory to God. Glory to God, because your word says wherever the soles of our seed tread, the weird possess the land. And I take that very serious. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. You. So, Lord, we thank you for uh, the as the praise team comes together, Lord, that we just move right into fellowship with you, Father God. That our, that our focus is on you, that we're not loud gagging all over the place. Our mind has come in and focusing on the worship and praises yes, going yes. forth, that we really exalt you. With everything this is. We thank you and we praise you. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus.
Glory, glory, glory. Thank you. Gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you for us being here. And we open up ourselves yes. for your presence to be here. We open up ourselves yes. right now for your presence to be here. But not just to be here, to work here through us, yes. in us, and for us. We turn this over, service over to you, Father God. I thank you for Minister Terry's word that gave us, she, she gave us the word that came, the word symphony came from. So, Father, we're going to come together thank you, Lord. to you, for you, with our hearts on one accord in simply yes, to glorify you. Yes, have your way in this place. Have your way in us. Yes. And Lord, as she mentioned, let us not leave here the same as we came in. Yes. Starting with the praise and worship yes. to keep the enemy at bay. We turn this over to you and we give ourselves to you right now. Have your way here in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 All right. <clears throat> let me get back together. Let me get back together. Praise unto your name. 
Thank you. 
I am here to encourage you. I am here to empower you. I am here to lead and guide you. Listen to me, my children. These are the latter days. My word is coming forth in power and might. Do not be negligent in your worship. Do not be negligent in your praise. Do not be negligent in your in your uh, studies. But be diligently. Seek me diligently every day, every morning, every hour. Talk to me because I am guiding you into a new dimension. Be ready. Be ready. Be ready. Thank you, Lord. 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 Thank you, We are not on our own accord. We are under his authority. So the true saints have to be gracefully broken for him to build us back up the way he wants us because we are here to do his unfinished work which is building his kingdom. Thank you. So come to him gracefully broken, <coughs> with your arms wide open. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Okay, you know that old saying, all right? Um, if you can't say amen, say ouch. 
I shared years ago with one of my sisters. We so busy trying to prophesy to others. Speak to yourself. Talk to yourself. Okay? And we've been talking about binding and loosening. Read your contract. How else are you going to know? Amen? Read your contract. Get it down in you. We just heard where your feet are. That's your pulpit. And don't hold back. If he gives us something to say to somebody, say it. Because if you don't, guess what's on your hands? Thank you, Lord. And do it with boldness. Don't be afraid. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. The Holy Spirit is telling me that doing each and every one of you, or so you can be, you're open to receive the word that Pastor is going to bring forth. Listen, we want to receive, hallelujah, what the Lord has for us. We don't want to just come here and sit and listen to something that tickles our ears. We want to receive everything that the Holy Spirit. Oh, Glory to God. When the man of God and woman of God come forth, hallelujah, that they're coming forth with power and might. Hallelujah. Yes. We can take, yes. take it home with us. Yes. Glory. We won't leave here empty. He's got a word to impart. And we need to be open to receive. Holy Spirit, do a mighty work in your people. Ooh, a double double for Pastor Hugh, Father God. Hallelujah. And his healing come forth. Hallelujah. I feel you got a word.
war time, people. We don't have time to play. It's war time. Hallelujah. We Hallelujah. want to see everything that the Spirit has for us. Yes. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, Lord, help me sit down and be still. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Turn up the mic. Thank you, Lord. Turn up the mic. Maybe I just need to talk louder. How's that? I bring it close to your mouth. You mean closer? This is all new to me. Mm -hmm. We get you straight, don't worry. You know, Pastor, I'm open for that. I am truly open for that. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Lord. Pastor Hugh, today is, I don't know, God just said, put something together to encourage you. Amen. From a man to a man. Thank you, Lord. From a man to a man. So after Pastor Dave comes forth, then I'm going to ask my wife, Dr. Tanya, to come forth to explain. Well, let's just let's just go out there, okay? I'm trying to do things systematically. And, you know, just flow. That's you know, how just flow. <laughs> textual topic, textual synthetic. Thank it's you. It's positive. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, you're right. Okay. <laughs> we just regular folks. Just give it. Yeah. Just lay it on us, brother. Street folks. I. Thank you, Jesus. We need it. Lord. We have um. Gone through different things, and by the time we ask the Lord, Lord, why are you taking me through this? And every time I ask Him, Lord, why are you taking me through this? You know what He says? Nothing. Nothing wrong. And the last time I asked him, I, you know, sometimes we kind of get indignant with God. I said, okay, look here. <laughs> we really need to talk. He says, no, you really need to listen. Oh, thank you. Yes, indeed. When he does things like that, it's like, oh, man. That's an ouch. That's a, oh, that's a, ooh. <laughs> that's one of those haymakers that come all the way from the ground. <laughs> And he, and he politely said, what teacher talks to you during the test? Why? Mm -hmm. That's shut my mouth. Because being a teacher, we are designed to show and instruct and teach. And then when it's time for a test, let them pull from what you gave them. The only help is supposed to give them is your presence. So they can see that you're still there. And God says, when you are in the midst, I'm there. When you're on the mountaintop, I'm there. When you're headed for the valley, I'm there. He said that when you're resting in the valley, remember this cool water mm -hmm. <laughs> in the valley. Mm -hmm. There's shade mm -hmm. in the valley. Mm -hmm. 
there's peace in the valley because no one wants to go to the valley. That's right. And he also said that what makes the valley? Two high points for every one valley. So when he says things like that to me, I just have to sit back and just say, oh well. But sometimes we as men get to a place where it's not that we don't want to listen, but it's just that sometimes we get tired of listening because we don't see any action there. Sometimes we get tired of listening because we work and, and do things to try to make things right and keep things in line and nothing's happening, so we get spiritually constipated because we have no will. To put that out. You know, women have their groups, lunch and learn. They have their groups where they can call each other and all of them talk at the same time and they can understand it. <laughs> Pastor, you say that, but come on. You can be sitting in a room with 25 people and hear every person. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's that ear behind the ear. But we as men, we don't have that only because we haven't been taught to trust another man. There must be something wrong with a man trusting a man. We're taught that women can hold hands, but men can't. I'm not saying we should want to hold hands. I'm not saying that at all. But I'm saying that there is a connection between women that men don't have yeah. with men because we haven't been taught. We haven't been given the opportunity because we're always doing something. You know, like on like on our birthdays, we get a wrench. <laughs> and you get a coaster. No, you get a house. Y'all know. Y'all get all the bling bling on your birthday and mother's day. Dave, you know what it's like to put ugly socks and tie. Yeah, but right, right, you get a toaster for your new house that we have to fix. <laughs> what I'm saying is that now is the time that as men step in their rightful place, that they be afforded the opportunity to do men's stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, I had a counseling session just yesterday with a, a young man who was surrounded by his auntie and his tia and his abuela. All he wanted to hear was his dad's voice. Mm -hmm. So he did things so he could hear dad's voice. I mean, when the dad says, you want me to come in there? You want me to come in there? He's saying, yes, come in here. But mama wants the disciplinarian because that's what we've been taught. I'm not saying it's right, wrong, or indifferent, but that's what we've been taught. But now is the time that we as men that's true, Pastor, step up. And no one is saying for women to step down or even step aside. But we're saying that we need your help to help us. Because some things we don't know. 
because we haven't done it. You've done it. You've played both sides. You've played the male and the female, the husband and the wife, the, the father and the mother. You, you, you've done that. So we're not asking for you to step aside and let us do it. But let us do it. <laughs> but men, we have to give them something to see. And just because you're breathing bridges and bottom on the back doesn't mean you're a man. I mean, any any male can make a make a child. The Lord just make babies. That's that's oh, that's not a thing. Yeah, I'm going. Oh my God! I'm not even going to that. I'm not even going there. You know, she's a three, three, four homes in the ground and it's over. That's, that's not a man. But on the flip side, too, what do women expect from a man? And now, as a, as a you get what you expect. Just like our churches, we invite people to churches. Well, you, well, you just take this off. But then when they come to the church, we have nothing for them. So they don't stay. And those that have something, they can't handle the truth. Because they're not accustomed to the truth. So if they will stay planted for just a little bit, just a little bit, just a little bit, and eat some truth, it may be bitter at first. It's like cast the oil on a Saturday night. <laughs> so, Pastor Dave, won't you? Come on and before you come, please, before you take any turns, want Tanya to come up and give the flip side of being a caretaker. Now, you know I'm a cancer survivor, you know that. And I didn't survive just to survive. Straight survival is not success. But there were things that as I encountered, she encountered being my helper. There were times when I went sideways because of relearning what my brain had lost that I didn't recognize that she encountered too as a caretaker, taking care. So see, I'm not going to say how many days
I've been in the same season back to back to back to back. And um, the one thing that I think blessed me the most during that was my husband was in the emergency room all day um, one day and nobody could figure out what was wrong with him. All they knew is that he was declining as the day went along. And at one point, I just had, I, I stepped out of my prayerful mode for a moment because sometimes, you know, you have to be, you have to address things that need to be addressed. And you're dealing with people that are working in the natural, so sometimes you gotta meet them where they are and tell them from your heart what you need and what needs to happen. And it doesn't always sound good to them, but as long as I don't disrespect you and I'm telling you what I know to be true, then I feel like you should take a piece of that word at least and move upon it. So. I was there at the emergency room and they kind of just sat my husband in the room and just kind of left him there. And they left him there and an hour went by, two hours went by. By the third hour, I was like up to the top. Mm-hmm. And I was like, is somebody going to at least come in here and check on him? He's a diabetic, he hasn't eaten all day, he hasn't had his meds. Mm-hmm. At least can you take care of that part? That's easy, I'm not gonna do that myself, which is what I told the nurse. It's pretty easy. I can open the refrigerator and get him something out to eat and take it over there too. It, it doesn't take a doctor to do that and it doesn't take a nurse to do that. So if you could at least pay that currency so that he doesn't have a sugar crutch, mm-hmm. that would be very nice if you would do that for me. Otherwise, I'm gonna have to come around the county and handle it myself. And that's kind of where I was. But in the midst of all that, we're trying to um, figure out what's going on. And like I said, they, even after I did that, they finally came and gave me some food and some medicine for his sugar, but they still didn't figure out why we, why he was there in the first place. They couldn't quite figure that out. So after a while, I just got tired of it. And I said, you know what, can we transport him to his hospital where his doctors are that know, you know, his case? And so they did. You turned your head around a bit. Yeah, I had to turn my head around a little bit. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I, it took me there. I didn't cuss them out, but they knew what I meant. They knew I meant business. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, they proceeded to get him. Um, I guess they got annoyed with me. So they go, well, yeah, we're going to get him and her out of here. So let's just get him an ambulance and transport him to wherever it is he needs to go. And during that whole time, he's steadily declining, 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 declining. And we get to finally get to the other hospital. And the doctor comes in and sees him and the doctor immediately got furious. Was he was coughing up blood. There was all kinds of stuff going on. They couldn't get his um, vitals to balance or any of that. And um, finally the doctor went out in the hallway and I could hear him yelling at the other hospital, you know, why didn't you take care of this? Why would you transport him when he's unstabilized? He's going on and on with him. And in the meantime, I starts coughing and coughing up blood. He couldn't catch his breath. He was trying to breathe. He kept saying, I can't breathe. And he, it would take him like three or four tries to get, I can't breathe out. You know, it's three little words. Um, but at one point, he got to a point, and I had been praying all day. But it came to a point, and the Lord said to tell him to say, Jesus will help me. And I finally got him to say it, and all of a sudden, it just started building up. You could hear it building up in him and building up in me. Jesus will help you. 
And basically what the Lord was saying is, you're right here in the middle of the hospital. You've been in two hospitals today. Nobody here can help you, but I'm here. I'm going to help you. I'm going to get you through this. He's not going to die. I got this in my hand. I will help him. And Lois began at that point to begin to allow people to start to line up to do the things that they needed to do to help him. And so through the whole ordeal, ordeals, plural, that kept coming back to me and still it, to today, it just it rings in my spirit. Jesus will help me. Mm -hmm. Jesus will help me. I don't care what it is I'm going through. I don't care how bad it seems. I don't care what level it's supposed to be at. I don't care what the doctors say. I don't care what any of that is. Right now, all I needed to know at that point was Jesus will help me. Yes. And all I needed to do is get my husband to, to squeeze those words out. Mm -hmm. Jesus can help me. Jesus wow. will help me. And he kept saying, Jesus will help me. Jesus will help me. And all of a sudden, he stopped popping up blood. He, his breathing slowed down where he could breathe normally without having to struggle. And Jesus was helping him. And where was the doctor? In the hall, fussing at the other hospital. <laughs> but in the room. Jesus was in the room. Jesus was in the room and he was on the job and he was being a healer. He was being everything that he said he was going to be in his word. And I remember coming to one point where it didn't look right. Can I borrow your Bible? Where something wasn't looking right. I'm like, Lord, this is not, not what I, I heard you say. I, I didn't hear you say it this way, so I don't understand why it's not looking like what you said. And I remember getting my Bible, turning to a scripture. I was turning to the scripture about Jesus being a healer. And I remember raising up my Bible like this and pointing to the scripture. And I said, some kind of way, this doesn't look, this doesn't look like this. I need this to look like this. This is natural. This is spirit. I need this to look like this, Lord. And if you're not going to make this look like this, then I'm not going to tell people you're a healer because you haven't kept your word to me. Right. And the Lord whispered and said, I always keep my word. Amen, amen, amen. You may not hear it when you need to hear it or when you think you need to hear it, but it's here. And it's here in your spirit. Amen. And it's here in my ear. And I will never, never, never go against my word. And so I thank God for him just being there for me and my husband and my family through all of that, Amen. and my encouragement to you is stand on the word. You keep standing on it until it looks yes. like it. And this looks like this. You keep standing until they match. Because that's what I had to do. I had to stand until it matched. I couldn't listen to what everybody else was saying. We were in, in the doctors finally got him from the room he was in initially, and they took him to the ICU. When they took him in the ICU, they had all of his doctors come in. So the whole um, multidisciplinary team was there. So you had his um, kidney doctor was there. His crash team was there. There were all these different doctors that were there. And they were standing in a corner, and they were talking. And they were going back and forth trying to see who was going to kill them first, basically. Well, if I do this, then that's going to mess up that. And if I do this, then that's going to mess up something else. Mm -hmm. And if I do this, that's going to cause something else. Basically, nobody wanted to be the partner that raised their hand and said, I'm going to kill them first. Mm 
Basically, that's what the conversation sounded like to me. And I remember I was standing there just praying, saying, Lord, give them wisdom so they know what to do. Lord, take the fear away from them. They're so fearful about which one of them is going to get sued first that they're not taking care of what needs to be taken care of. And about that time, a nurse walked in. She just walked quietly in the room. She looked around. She listened for a minute. She looked at me and she said, you, Mrs. McCampbell? I said, yeah. She said, I'm just here to check on your husband. I was like, okay. And she went, she looked at him. He was gasping this whole time now. He's gasping for air. He's working so hard to breathe that he's had literally water running down his body like somebody had turned a shower on him. Mm. And he couldn't catch his breath. And they were trying to figure this out. She walked over to him. She put her hand on his feet. She said, everything is going to be okay. Jesus is with you. Wow. wow. And she turned around. She looked at me. She said, don't worry. Everything's going to be okay. And I said, okay. She said, I'll be right back. She went out. She went down the hallway somewhere. I don't know. She came back with this bag with all these different, um, I don't know what you call them, but anyway, attachments or <laughs> whatnot so in there um, that they would use for um, intubating someone. And so she came here, she laid it on the counter, and she looked at the, she walked over to the doctors, and she listened to them going back and forth, back and forth, and she finally said, have you thought about this? Mm. And they looked at each other, and they were like, no, we didn't think about that. So they told her, hurry up and go down the hall and get the bag that has the intubation kit in it. That's she said, it's already here, it's on the table. And they said, who brought it here? She said, I did. She said, everything is going to be okay. She mm -hmm. was like, just do this. Right. And basically, she was telling them what God told her to do. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. And she walked over there. They did exactly what they what she told them to do. She stood there and held her hand on his feet the whole time. Time They got him intubated. And all of a sudden, all of his vitals just started to balance out. Wow. Everything just went into place where it was supposed to be. Didn't have to use any medicine, no shots, mm -hmm. no pills, no... Mm -hmm. Nothing in IV, nothing like that. But they just did that one simple thing. And they brought him out of the woods right there. And from then forward, he did fine. He just kept getting better and better. He ended up coming home from the hospital ahead of time. Because why? Jesus was with him. All right. He was with the doctor. He was definitely with the nurse who everybody claimed they never heard of before. Uh, I don't doubt that one bit. That happened twice to us during this situation. And uh, nobody could figure out who she was. And I kept trying to describe her to people. So I wanted to find her so I could tell her thank you. Um, and nobody heard of her. They were like, what nurse? Well, what did she have on? I don't know she had on. They were like, you on this floor and on where that? That's, that's not on this floor. I, we don't have any uniform like that. And... I just know that it was an angel of the Lord. Yeah, yeah. I have no doubt in my mind that God's angels are there to look over us and yeah, protect yeah. us and to keep us safe. Um, and so we moved forward with that and we got through that. And he came home early and he was doing well from there forward. And to this day, they still haven't told us exactly what caused it or exactly how that happened, that he just immediately had a turnaround. And they can't explain God. Who can explain God? Which one of us can do that? I mean, those of us in this room, all of us in this room have been walking with the Lord for a pretty good bit of time. And none of us have been able to explain him. None of us have been able to say we know what he's doing and how he's doing it and where he's doing it and all of these things. So 
couple of days went by right before he was about to get out of the hospital. Um, I was praying one night because they said, okay, we're going to take him off of all the, you know, the everything. We're going to take him off of everything today. And so tonight, this is going to be the hardest night that he's had since he's been here. I was like, well, that's going to be pretty hard. But I sat on the side of the, um, I guess like a little seat in the room. I sat on the seat and I began to pray, Lord, let your angels be with them all night long. Let them take care of him. Let them keep him, Lord God, keep him safe and keep him well all night long. And I was went to lay down for a little bit because I was tired. I didn't want to sleep. And pretty soon that uh, nurse, yeah, the nurse came in the room and he said, good evening. I said, good evening. He said, are you Mrs. McCampbell? I said, yes. He said, this is your husband? I'm like, yes. He was, he was like, well, my name is Angel. <laughs> And I'm here to take care of your husband. She <laughs> wow. was six, six, okay. He was a big man. And he took care of my husband all night long as if my husband was his father. Wow. He picked him up and carried him to where he needed to go. He didn't he didn't go get a wheelchair and push him around. He literally picked him up in his arms and carried him from one area to the other area. Um, like I said, he took such good care of him. Um, he did things for him that I would have never even thought that needed to be done. You know? But he did all these things for my husband. And then when the morning came, he said, Miss McKenna, everything's going to be okay. And he left. <laughs> so I was like, God, you are so amazing. You were so amazing at the time when things were supposed to be the worst. You did just what I asked. You sent an angel. And all of a sudden, this. Started looking like that. All right. Yeah. Thank you, God. Yes. And I'm grateful to this day for those angels that were there for him. I'm grateful for I'm, I'm grateful for the doctors, yes. But most of all, I'm thankful for the good doctors. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It looks like this. Yeah. And I never would have been able to make it through it if I didn't have that. Mm -hmm. I never would have been able to make it through it if I didn't know Jesus quite helped him. I never would have been able to stand. And I thank God for giving me exactly what I needed, exactly when I needed it, so that I could stand and stand by my husband and keep the faith and continue to pray and believe God for his healing. And so I want to just encourage you. Yes. I want to encourage you. It may not happen like it happened for me. Probably won't. But whatever situation you find yourself in, Jesus will help you. Yes. Mm -hmm. yes. And he'll make this look like this. Yes. All right. make it yes. so I just wanted to encourage you and anybody else that's going through whatever you're going through, Jesus will help you too. Yes. No matter what it is. Yes. It doesn't have to be healed. It could be anything. Jesus will help you. That's right. I needed to hear that myself today. I I got some bad news yesterday that I knew it hurt me, but I didn't realize how broken I was. And when you played that song today, I was like, okay. <laughs> I guess that's what I needed then too, you know. Yes. Um, but I, I'm grateful. I'm grateful, and I'm grateful for the broken times, and I'm grateful for the victorious times. Yes. I'm grateful if I didn't have this on this hand, and I wouldn't be able to celebrate that level of victory on the other mm -hmm. hand. And so I'm grateful when I see my husband stand up here. I look at him, and it's a miracle to me. You know, he went from just being so frail, and you know, just. You could tell he was ill. And to see him now, 
<laughs> it's a miracle just to see. That's a miracle that he's sitting here. But it's a miracle to be able to see how far God can bring you and how he can bring you even further than you were before and make it better than it was before. And um, I'm yes. grateful. But be encouraged. Call me if you need me. Yes. I'm not just saying that because I'm at church and now I'm supposed to sound like I'm nice or whatever. <laughs> but I'm saying that, no, seriously, I really yes. do that. You yes. need to call us. I have no problem with you giving me a call. I don't care if it's the middle of the night or what time it is. Call me. Wake me up. Yes. Stir me up. Whatever needs to happen, I'll get up. I'm here for you. Yes. Thank you. I'm here for you. Yes. Thank you. 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 All right, amen. amen. That was uh, a blessing. Yes, yes. Wow, you know, it's just amazing. When you think you got got figured out, <laughs> you don't. Yes, yes. Am I right, buddy? You know. You're right. That's you know, like. God removes and shows you things beyond that you can. It just blows your mind. Yes, yes. You know what I'm saying, and that's why I I I, I stand in awe, church. You know, that's the Edwards. I, I tell you, this, mm-hmm. Pastor Hughes, <laughs> and and you know that song, broken, and you know it touched me. You know, yeah, because. Mm-hmm. We, you know, <laughs> I, I used to hear this. Just flow with song. I used to hear this song, a Nursery song, and it says Humpty Dumpty selling wall. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yes. <laughs> you know, it's like uh, it's like those stuff yeah. on TV when you come up. I'm just a bill. Yeah, yeah. And I say that you know, in, order, in order to the greatest thing that we can pass to the next generation is that reverence for the past mm-hmm. to ensure the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah. you know, it's like our grandmother used to come in praying, mamas came mm-hmm. kicking down the door. And nobody mess with them praying mamas. Right? <laughs> you know, uh, crack houses or uh, drunks or whatever. When they see those mamas praying, they, they, they put the, they put whatever they need inside. That's the power of God. God's a mover. Like this, you know, they talking about drought, 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 drought. Now God sends rain. Yeah. Isn't it all right? So Humpty Dumpty sat on that wall, and Humpty Dumpty had a great fall. And all the king's men, mm-hmm. and all the kings, whatever, couldn't put Humpty Dumpty back together again. Right. He was broken. Right. But that broken vessel, we know God can put him back together. Yes. Right? Yes. Right? Yes. So, so sometimes, you know, when I, I had downtime, and I had this downtime, and you know, I just I, don't I, be complacent with God sometimes. Mm-hmm. And God, I woke up one morning sweating really bad. Started losing weight, you know, and 
you know, my mom brought me over a sweet potato pie. And I couldn't eat it. You know, she said, something wrong with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Something got to be wrong. Something you wrong with you. Your mama's sweet potato pie. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> she got all offended with me. She said, what? You know? <laughs> but uh, I was going through something. My body was broken. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and appetite wasn't acting right. Um, you know, it's started sweating. I was going through something. And see, be, and, and when you come to when God, see, the Bible says God, when Jesus was led into wilderness to meet the enemy. But we know the enemy is defeated. Yeah, yeah. But, but when you go into it, there's a, there's a thing about going into the tribulation. But coming out is better because yes. God is increasing your faith, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Because we get complacent. Mm -hmm. So, so I, I started sweating. I'm getting up. I'm sick. You know, I was taking fifteen Tylenol a day. Mm, wow. I still got it on record. Wow! Wow! Fifteen, fifteen a day. Fifteen, sixteen a day. I recorded it. I still got today. Just remind me. Wow. And um, it, that was ten years ago. Yes. Wow. So I put it in the journal, right here. Pill, pill at four o'clock. One at one o'clock. One at eight o'clock. One at uh, seven. One at. That's how messed up I was. Mm -hmm. Because I just couldn't start to sweating mm -hmm. and and the fever. So I'm going through all these things. I'm like. Now, Lord, what, what, what's going on? So there's two things. There's a supernatural and there's a practical. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So there's some things that we have to work towards. God has. Right. You know what I'm saying? God gives us to work to, towards things. And then as things supernatural, God will show us. Yeah. In other words, if I want to eat, I, I, I go to the grocery store. Mm -hmm. right? right? Physically go. But God can heal you right there in your house. Right. Yeah. He can get at the grocery store. Right. He can talk to you here. He can talk to you over there while you're riding down the street. He talked, he talked, and he talked. And like uh, Pastor uh, Campbell said, you know, sometimes during the test, mm -hmm. we, we got to just listen. Just listen. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. You know, so I'm sweating, make a long story short, I'm sweating. And I'm, oh, I'm just like, and then all of a sudden, you know, I started losing weight. My bones, you can see the bones in my face. Mm. And make a long story short, I go to the doctor. I'm trying to find what's going on. Pastor Hughes, I'm trying to figure out. I'm fighting. But God got me on the assignment. You see, sometimes it's not always for your benefit. That's right. That's right. Yeah. That's right. You know, we got to bless others. Yes, yes. So God takes us through. You know, yeah. imagine how Daniel got out of that lion's den. Yeah. You know, he probably ran over until he, he probably wasn't scared no more lions after that. <laughs> right? <laughs> right. Right? Yeah. You know, I got him. But somebody else made me need to hear it. Yeah. So make a long story short. I go to the uh, doctor's office, have this biopsy, talk to me with needles, and all of it, you know, crazy. I'm losing weight really bad. I'm sweating and talking to Doc. Uh, you know, I'm calling I'm calling uh, Sister Campbell too as well. I talked with her and everything. Because I went with Doc one time he was in, he just got a life support. The same day. The same day. The same day. Wow. I went to go see him and he opened his eyes up yeah. and he's like, first Christmas. Yeah, recognized me. And I'm like, 
you know, I'm just like, hey, I'm, I'm celebrating. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. my family. Yeah. It's a celebration. Yeah. So, so, so our problem find out, make long story short, walked into the um, doctor's office. Doctor said, I got good news, bad news. I said, which one here? I said, well, one more. So he said, uh, he said, the book said bad news is that you got cancer. You stage four and it's rapidly tearing through your body. And he said, what you going to do? He said, I know the Lord. He said that, he said, you're going to, there's something that God's going to take you through so you can bless somebody else. He told me, wow. Wow. Thank you. Mm -hmm. you know, and I'm just, I'm looking like, yeah, I'm just quiet. Pastor, I'm quiet. Pastor, I'm quiet. I'm just listening because mm -hmm. somebody got to take it in. Because God has a word, you take that in. Yes. Mm -hmm. You see, so you can bless others. Mm -hmm. I was Humpty Dumpty. Mm -hmm. Yeah. See, the king's men couldn't do that. Right, mm -hmm. right. But we know who could. Yeah. Right, yeah. right Pastor? Yeah. So, so now God is telling me, I need to increase my faith. You know, and God is radical with it. Mm -hmm. You know, and sometimes our faith needs to be increased. Yes, yes. yes. Right? Yes. Because God, He said in His Word, He says, uh, Why is this man sick? And God says, No, not because of him or her or this or that. Right. This. Right. They, that's not the reason. Right. Yeah. The reason is because God gets the glory. Amen. 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 So I'm taking all these pills. Man, God said, no, I got you. You know, sometimes you got to suck it just a little while. Yeah. Just a little while. Mm -hmm. That's said trouble don't last always. Mm -hmm. No, no. Mm -hmm. God take you out. He would take you out of the situation. So, so, um, so I, I'm taking all these pills and all that. I'm sweating really bad and losing weight. So, <clears throat> so the first surgery I had, um, they couldn't give it to me because I was Sweating real bad. Now I'm deteriorating real fast. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. I gotta get this yeah. surgery back because they gotta put the chemo port in me. They gotta start ministering. Uh, 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 you know, whatever I need to minister, you know, because God will lead you. He will lead you. And they didn't give me the um the surgery. So I'm deteriorating fast. I'm stage four. I'm I'm turning, I mean it's getting bad. And so I said, okay, Lord, what do you want me to do? You want me to do so I'm scheduling you for another one. Two weeks, the longest two weeks in my life, you know, and cotton died. Go to another, another one. Got a fever, can't give it to me. Mm -hmm. And I'm right on the verge. I'm one foot in the grave. And I'm one foot out the grave. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, it got rid of I me. Mean, I couldn't barely walk. Couldn't barely talk. I mean, this is critical, man. This is critical. And so, God told me, this is what he, he said. He spoke to Martin and says, on the next surgery, he said, because they, they tell you not to take Tylenol or whatever. Right. Because I'm going to get interact with, with, with something. I don't know. But they, they're not going to give me the surgery because of my fevers. They couldn't get them down. Right. And so, you know, I got up and my, my surgery was scheduled for like about 5 o'clock in the morning. So I get up, Pastor Hughes, and, and I get up early, like, you know, Abraham got up chopping wood early. He, the Bible said he rose up early in the morning because, um, you know, there was a ram in the bush and he had to go sacrifice Isaac. But he knew God 
We're going to take him out of that situation. So I got up early in the morning. And I sat down. Couldn't even sit hardly because there was no meat on me. Right. All my meat was gone. Right. You know, like nothing. Bones, I can this right here will go like that. Mm -hmm. you know? And so, so God said, take uh, even though they told me not to take it, take the pain pill. Okay. He told me to take it. Mm -hmm. Because they tell me not to, but he says, I'm gonna show something. I'm gonna, I'm gonna show something. So I took the pain pill. I took it and I said, okay, Lord, if I come out the surgery, if I don't, I don't, it was a high risk for me. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I went. I went and you know, and I got delayed a little bit. Um, the, 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 the pain pill worked in an hour, I guess an hour, but it's been beyond an hour because it was a postponement mm -hmm. there. So back then the pain pill stopped working. Right. You know what I'm saying? So at the time, my fever should have came. Mm -hmm. So they wheeled me back there. I'm sweating. I'm, I'm, I'm sweating, but no fever. So God has shown me it's not the pain pill. Yeah. It's God. Right. Yeah. So He told me to take it because of my humanness. Because yeah. He has to show me that we have to rise above, not from only practical, but get to the yes. spiritual realm. Yes. Like Sister McCampbell said, when we're gonna make this to be this, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. so he had to show me something. Yeah, yeah. So when when I'm in surgery, I'm saying, okay, Lord, no fever, no fever coming on. I'm not shaking. I'm I'm calm. God, I mean, God said, no, I got you. Even in the heat of the moment, but I just wanted to get up off. You know, I don't know if you ever been in in a, in, a, in a surgery room. It's scary stuff. <laughs> Walls are all white. <laughs> I mean, it's just like nothing in there. You know, people would not, people would nine, the needles coming at you. Yeah, it's cold. You know, and God's like, no, don't worry. Got you. Got you, Pat. You know what I'm saying? So we got to work. We have to work at it as well. It takes us to the supernatural. Yes, yes. You know what I'm saying? We have to work at it. Mm -hmm. And it takes us to the supernatural. Mm -hmm. So they did surgery on me, Pastor. They did surgery. They got it done. You know, so I put me in the recovery room. And all of a sudden, my chest, the chemo court was there. They had a hard time waking me up. But, you know, finally they woke me up. <clears throat> and God said, see, increasing your faith. Wow. Increase my faith by working. And praying and looking at the supernatural. Yeah, and and just quick, yeah. real quick, and I'm gonna tell you this and I'm finished. God said uh, in Corinthians, He's the God of all comfort. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. He's the God. Can I read to you real quick? I'm gonna read to you. Yes, Lord. Right. Take your time. Take your time. So, sister. Yeah. So, he's over 10 minutes. Right here. Right here. He says, Blessed is the God of the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and the God of comfort, who comfort us in our tribulation. All Humpty Dumpty had to do was pray. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, y'all. Yeah. That 
that we may be able to comfort those who are in trouble. Mm -hmm. That's your assignment. Yes. 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 God's going to bring you out so you can go to somebody and start telling it. Yeah. Ain't going to shut your mouth. Yeah. 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 <laughs> right? Because God planted something in yes. you. Yes. God planted something in you, Sister uh, Sister McCampbell. Yeah. Pastor Eric, God planted something yes. in you. Yes. You know, and I see, I see, uh, I see Pastor Eric going, man, she's just dead. It's rivers of living water pouring out of your belly. Because <laughs> what God has brought you through, am I right or wrong? So I get out of surgery, Pastor. I get out of surgery, man. All of a sudden, you know, um, I get out of surgery. God brought my appetite back. Mm-hmm. He started bringing. He, he, he had no more fevers. God blessed me. I started gaining weight, wow. and, and most of all, after all that, I started gaining weight. God blessed me. He said, "See, I got you." And I started telling other people. I started telling. I'm telling. I'm just. Yeah. I'm just yeah. like, yeah. Hey, I'm, I'm yeah. like, I'm just talking. I'm talking. I'm telling them. I'm shouting on the roof, uh, the rooftop. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just telling everybody. Yeah. You know how good yeah. God is that I'm a survivor. Yeah. You know, I God brought me through, yeah. and He's blessed me and hooked me up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So now I'm here, Pastor, to tell you yeah. that you're going yeah. through. God's gonna take you out. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. And I want to say this in closing. After all I got my appetite back, I finally got that sweet potato pie. Yeah. <laughs> and I said, thank you, Lord. Yeah. Woo, yeah. Man, for my sweet potato pie. <laughs> Bless you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And sometimes we as men, we're kind of touchy feely. <clears throat> we're kind of touchy feely. You know, we want to make sure things are in line. So if we can't see it and touch it, then it really doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. When we talk about our faith, we have to see our faith in action. We have to see things. If we can see it, we can do it. But we have to see it. And the word see is understand, recognize, and be encouraged by. So we're going to talk about this guy by the name of Thomas. Now, Thomas was one of the original apostles, one of the 12. We all know the story. But let's look at some of the things that Thomas did. Thomas was actually in the presence of Jesus. For three plus years. I mean, they ate together. They slept in the same area. Maybe they used the same rockers at that time. They walked together. They talked together. They laughed together. Jesus picked food for them. And somebody named some of the miracles that Jesus did. He fed the multitude. He fed them what, twice. He fed 5,000 at one time, 3,000 at one time, not including women and children. Right. Right. Raised the dead. He raised the dead. Raised the dead. Mm-hmm. 
Cast out demons. Cast out demons. Yes. Now you see this, what Jesus did, and his disciples were right there with him, watching him and participating. Mm -hmm. They even saw him walk on water. Yeah. They saw how at peace he was in the bottom of the boat where everybody else was screaming and hollering, Lord, don't you care if we perish? Right. And Jesus probably said, I'm sleeping. <laughs> what do you mean I don't care? I'm resting. I'm showing you what you need to do. You need to be at rest. Mm -hmm. I'm here. Yes. So when Jesus says, all right, all right, all right, all right, watch me work. Mm -hmm. So the word says Jesus got up, stood at the bow of the boat, mm -hmm. and said three things. First, he called, peace! Come here. You out there, come here right now. Come and stand beside me right now. And then he said, be, which is an action word meaning to create, doesn't it? Sister Scarlett? Does it be mean something is going to happen or is happening? And what did happen? Stillness. So he called for peace that was out there and created stillness around him. Mm -hmm. And then what else did he do? See, I'm going back to And then he said, you know what? I'm, I'm going to just show y'all something. So I don't know what happened. He stepped out the boat and walked on the water. I, I don't remember why he did it, but I know what he did. And who said, didn't he come? Who was Peter. 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 The rock. He said, Lord, if that be you. Now, Jesus had just come to see. <laughs> he had just created peace. <laughs> brought a stillness to the people around him. And then Peter had another say, if that's you, Lord. Oh, Lord. Bid me come. <laughs> Not let me come, but call me out there. Just like you called out peace. So Jesus said, come on. So Peter stepped out the boat. And you know, there's been a multitude of things preached on. He saw himself, and that's when he began to say, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. The point is, he began to sing. Mm -hmm. And Jesus said, I can't let that happen. And he put out his hand. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the Bible doesn't say that he walked back, they walked back together. He didn't say that. Right. They preached it. Don't know what happened. All, all we know for sure is that the word said Peter didn't say. Yeah. Where was John? In the boat watching. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so what else did, 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 did Jesus do along on the line? I mean, he cursed, he cursed plants and caused them to die. He resurrected, he resurrected people, he cast out demons, he fed multitudes. Mm -hmm. He probably healed some of the leprosy, mm -hmm. leprosy which, which is an incurable disease. That was he was like cancer. Mm. And that's a whole nother story. Mm -hmm. That's a whole, 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 whole other story. <laughs> and then they, they even watched Jesus being crucified. He saw Peter cut up, cut up, cut up the ear and, and how Jesus put it back on. He saw Judas when he when he you know defied mm -hmm. the Lord and, and how he fell down and killed himself. Jesus didn't resurrect him. Mm -hmm. He fell down and his guts fell over. Horrible death. 
But all these things over three years that Thomas saw and was a part of. But that brings us to here when they were gathering at close to the end. It says, but Thomas, but the original word, faithless word, one of the twelve called Didymus, and Didymus means twin. And we don't know if he was a twin, or if it uh, twin also means double. So maybe he was bipolar. <laughs> Some personality. And stable in all his ways. So was not with them when Jesus came. So Thomas was, well, they don't say where he was. They just know that he wasn't there when Jesus came. Mm -hmm. Now, could you put the next verse up, please? Mm -hmm. The other disciples therefore said unto him, We have seen the Lord, but he said unto them. Let's pause there. Mm -hmm. Can you play this somewhere here? I want you to listen to the words of this man in the minute. There's a lot of pause right here. Let me touch you and see if you are real. If I can just test the hem of your call and I know I can be made whole. We just want to have a little worship over here. Come on, family, sing it with me. Oh. Let me touch 
some other things I have written down, but you know. And then when I was dating, my wife sometimes asked me, do you mind if I touch you? I think I said I'm the same way. You ask as you ask for permission, I give you permission. And he says when I give you permission, touch me everything that I have. I'm offering it to you. Thank you, Lord. So whatever you need, I'm offering it to you. Amen. Your heart's desire, your heart's desire, your true heart's desire, God says, I'm offering it to you. He said, you want to see if I am real, God says? Then watch me work. Yes. Amen. Yes. Amen. He said, I'm as real as you let me be. Whatever you hold back from me, that's all I can function in. Mm -hmm. 
So Pastor Hugh, this was given to me at the beginning of my ailment. By a very good friend of mine when we came to the hospital. Mm -hmm. So it's been like a touch tone for me. So I'm giving it to you, sir. Thank you. As a touch tone. Just a mm -hmm. piece of metal says that you're a man of God. Amen. But you can the touch Touched by God that doubted him. Mm -hmm. The first one was Adam. Adam was the only person in history creation that was kissed by God. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. God leaned down and blew the dust of life. Like yes. saying, God blew the dust of life. Wow. Says, Man, mm -hmm. No one else has ever been kissed by God. Like that. <laughs> Noah, Moses. King Saul, Job, mm -hmm. David. You know, David has books written about how you. <laughs> so you are among the great. Absolutely. Actually, you're not doubting God, but you're doubting yourself. Mm -hmm. But God said, Why should you doubt yourself? I made you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know what's so interesting? Uh, over 30 years ago, I can't even remember the bishop's name, Arizona. We only conversed via phone. I never met him first. I met his mom. His mom lived over in Dare Heights. A real nice neighborhood. Yeah. And uh, she came to a few of our meetings and she wanted me to meet her son. And in chatting with him one time, he prophesied to me. He said, mm -hmm. He said, Men of God, he said, This is way over 30 years ago. He said, God's going to use you in such a way that when you walk into buildings to minister, mm -hmm. he said, Everybody's going to fall out and you're going to fall out because it's going to be nobody to catch you. Put it on the shelf. Hmm. Um, you know, because you never know what you have to go through mm -hmm. to get there, right? Mm -hmm. And then when this start coming up on you, I'm like, say me, I take all kind of herbs. Don't drink, don't smoke, never did drugs. Lord, what's going on here? Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, like you said, you know, appetite, and she was like, you know what I mean? Just don't like your taste. Mm -hmm. yeah, so the long and short of it is, like you said, the whole body, even now, I'm 46 pounds lighter than what I normally am. Mm -hmm. But in it all, you just say, well, God, I know there's some things you promised. And I, and before I got 70, I said, Lord, I at least want to get to 80. 
I want to see something where you go and blow up. That was that was just my little pet peeve. Lo and behold, I just talked to my insurance yesterday. Been on it for years. Said you you ain't going nowhere. He said you just like me. He said you ain't going nowhere till God gets reunion you to meet certain people mm -hmm. that you yes. are speaking in life. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, okay, God. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I said, but okay, but all these pains that are coming from every mm -hmm. which way, mm -hmm. it's like every day there's a new pain coming. Mm -hmm. That's his age, bro. That's what that is. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I wish we'd leave. Boy, <laughs> Jesus. Mm -hmm. So, but I am encouraged on today, and I thank you all. Amen, amen. You know, brother, the Lord told me that during through my experiences, He said your second fifty years is going to be better than your first mm -hmm. fifty years. Yes. And then He like it. He said, uh, your, your family was in the construction, your construction company. So yes, sir. He said, anytime you add a room onto a house, the entire house feels the tension. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He said, anytime you do any reconstruction or upgrade, the entire house feels mm -hmm. the mm -hmm. If it's just putting in a closet, mm -hmm. or putting in some new plumbing, mm -hmm. or putting in some carpeting, you have to tear up, tear out, to put back. Mm -hmm. But the entire house feels the strain. Right. He said, as you go through your healing, your entire house mm -hmm. is going to feel the strain mm -hmm. right. of the new parts that are coming yes, in. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, <clears throat> so, brother, that pain is probably a healing that's happening. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. You receive that too, sis? What what why does that encourage you to receive something for someone else? God's gonna work here. Yeah. That was not my question. <laughs> I don't know why. You don't know why that it thrills your heart to see somebody else blessed? I just do. You just do. I just do. I'm sorry. I mean, I'm not sorry. It takes that bad. Um, I'm, I'm, it makes me joyful to receive something for somebody else. And then yeah. Yeah. God's got a work to do. Yeah. I'll, if you don't receive it for you, I'll receive it for you. No one on you or something. God said it. If you don't want it, I'll put it on you. Like I'm just like put a coat on. But why yeah. does that excite you? Can't put my finger on it. Okay, tell me, why does that excite you? Mm -hmm. I think just thinking back in my own experience, and um, it just makes me joyful to know that. Out of all the miracles that were done, how many miracles did he do with himself? 
So just as he came for others, that's our job. If we have his heart of love and compassion, mm -hmm. then it's our duty mm -hmm. to let that flow through us. Mm -hmm. And to let it before you still. That's right. After what joy, Jesus, others in you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So anyway. That's the third close. It's exactly 12 o'clock straight up. <laughs> <laughs> Even though there's more, I'm, I'm just going to stop. You through? Okay. No, I'm not going to stop. Well, <laughs> I know. <laughs> Whatever the Holy Spirit wants you to do is fine with me. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Just, uh, <laughs> he says stop. He says stop. Hallelujah. Well, what was coming to me, too, is. He, he started it, so blame him. <laughs> um, yes. Oh, did you mention this about evil? No. Okay. Um, whew, hallelujah, this is good. Yeah. Hallelujah. It's a hot spot. Mighty God. Because if we, if there's nothing for us to go through, how do we know what he can do? Amen. Yeah. That's true. Thank you. Wow. That's true. Mm -hmm. Make sense? If you didn't have to go through anything, you wouldn't know what he could do for you. That's true. And I always ask God, help me. I know this is one of my downfalls. Make me better. Make me greater in you. Well, I gotta go through something to get to that point. Amen. Mm -hmm. Glory to God. Yes. Glory to God. And unbeknownst to Pastor, she know more about what what I say or feel. Mm -hmm. I don't share with too many people, but my nieces are closest to me, so if I let anything out, they'll catch it. <laughs> Ooh, I uh, Pastor Hugh, I knew Pastor Hugh and Linda when Candina was, what, about three years old? I know you had the, the two, I think you had, you had two or three. They were babies mm -hmm. when I first mm -hmm. met them. So I've been knowing him for a long time and and god's been showing me things and i was telling tara i said you know he, you yeah you're doing what you're supposed to do but there's still a growth there mm -hmm. there's still a growth there mm -hmm. and and so you know you get to the point where yeah well he's gonna have to trip a little because there's still a growth there mm -hmm. where god wants us to go and it's preparing us for these latter days mm -hmm. what's what's coming oh you you haven't even seen what's coming mm -hmm. We only getting a touch of it. Right. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. We only getting a touch. God is preparing us for a master work. Mm -hmm. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Stop fighting it. God is preparing us for a master work. Mm -hmm. You don't have time to be thinking about what's happening to you or what people think about you. You got to move forward. Mm -hmm. You know, if you fight in a battle, you don't have time to look back mm -hmm. and figure it out. Right. You just when the commander says move. You move. Glory to God. That's why we go through training. He knows we go through the training. We go through the training. Because you, repetition, 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 repetition. Because when you get in the mix of battle, you don't have time to try to figure it out. You yeah. got when the, when they say move, when they say put your gear on, put mm -hmm. what they call it, PPE, your preparation for mm -hmm. your personal personal, mm -hmm. yeah, the protective equipment. Get that on because you got a work to do. Yes. You have a work to do, people. Yes. You know, see, Satan wants to get us to think about what's happening to us right. when he wants to work through us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He can't work through you if you're always looking at what's going on 
Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean it, but I just got lowered. Lower. <laughs> I, I try to. Oh Lord, have mercy. Mm -hmm. If He wants to work through us, okay, that's like that song says, "Surrender." Mm -hmm. I surrender all. Mm -hmm. I surrender what all to Jesus. And we say stuff right, right. until the next hits. Mm -hmm. Then it's woe is me. Mm -hmm. And then, because God told me, he said, well, didn't you pray about? Mm -hmm. Didn't you ask for? Mm -hmm. Didn't you say? Do you know how you're going to get there? Mm -hmm. Do you know what it's going to take to get you there? To talk to young women? Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. To show them how to dress? To show mm -hmm. them how to prepare? Oh, glory to God. It's on me. It's on me now. You can't get away from it. I'm, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Don't you I'm sorry. Because that's what he wants you to do. These young girls need to be prepared and yes, shown how to, yes. how, to, how to act, how to dress, how to talk. Yes. They don't even know how to sit today. No, no. 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 You know, I'm like, you talking about the old mamas? Oh, mama, oh, you don't sit with your legs like that. Mm -hmm. All right. We all straighten up now. <laughs> no, I mean, that's the way it used to be. That's true. Yeah. You know, oh, you don't go out, and do, like, you mama didn't let me smoke, she said, when I was sitting there. But you don't do that in the street. Right. You do that in the house. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There's things that you don't let be seen out in the street. Mm -hmm. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. You guys in that other room, God's got to work for you in there too. Amen. He has to work for all of us. Amen. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. And we come here to get prepared. We don't come here to entertain. We don't come, we got to get prepared. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. 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 When I see death, I'll let you know when I see death, but I don't see death. Mm -hmm. Amen. I see nothing but recovery. Hallelujah. Like you said, you went through what you went through because now you can testify. Same with you. Now you can testify. You can tell people, okay, this is the fight. Mm -hmm. the, fi the fight always looks bad. Right. And sometimes the fight is, yes, you got your butt kicked on this scrimmage, but it's another scrimmage coming up. All right. All right. Hallelujah. See, because you because you got beat on this, well, maybe somebody was lacking in that, but now you learn from that scrimmage, mm -hmm. and now you go into another scrimmage. Every scrimmage is preparing you for the next scrimmage. Yes. Glory yes. to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory. Thank you, Jesus. I can't, I just it just I can't understand that we say that God can heal, but when we get sick, then we can't handle it. Mm -hmm. Then you just lay down and say, Well, you know, I gotta die some kind of way. Well, I don't have to die from the sickness. Mm -hmm. Or today. Mm -hmm. Or today. Well, anyway, I told God, I don't want to die from the big C. Mm -hmm. yeah. I don't mind going, but I'm going to tell you how I want to go. I told God, I want to sit in the chair and just, just, and let it go. Amen. I don't want, I don't want no illness to get the, the glory. Right. Now they're going to put on my death certificate heart failure because that's all they can do. That's okay. That's okay. But put it put it in your order. Right, right. You know, right. you said you would give me the desires in my heart. So I, when I go out, I want to go out in a blaze. All right. Mm -hmm. I'm so bold. I even ask God in my funeral, let my body raise up and freak everybody up. Right. I'm, I'm serious. I'm that right there. I'm just that crazy. Just let, let him see my body just raise. Oh, like, you
if I gotta go, I want I want I want it to be everybody get yeah. shook up. Yeah, last round. Right. That was shake them up. Yes, yeah. shake them up so they'll come to the altar. Glory to God. Glory. <laughs> Let's come together in prayer. And I, I didn't get my checkbook written out, but I did it for you. Glory to God. You guys want to come in for prayer? They said no. That's <laughs> still live. That must be Ken Nina. Yeah, it is. You guys want the uh, camera still on? No, you can. That's y'all's daughter. <laughs> yeah, make sure you Glory to God, glory to God. You don't want to come to my home going? <laughs> a proper invitation. <laughs> I can move here with you. Glory to God. 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 Glory to God.